I'm not a Buddhist, but I find meditation to be an incredibly useful skill. How important do you think traditions of Buddhism are outside of meditation? I, I, I've sort of answered this question, um, I don't know, in various places, probably not clearly. Um, you know, they're, they're not intrinsically important. There, you. I would couch them or categorize them as beneficial, um, potentially beneficial. <laughs> let's even say that. Uh, you know, they can be potentially deleterious if used in the wrong way, if if misunderstood. If you believe that the um, practice, the rites and rituals that Buddhists perform are intrinsically valuable then uh, you you start to have a problem if you um you know if you think that any um any buddhist practice even giving charity or even practicing meditation let's go so far morality meditation if you think any of these things are intrinsically valuable then you've got a problem this is, I think, um, not widely understood. Certainly not in cultural Buddhism. Cultural, cultu cultural Buddhists are generally under the misunderstanding that uh, these things are intrinsically beneficial. And, you know, people in general in the world are, of whatever religion they belong to, or even people who are not, re more especially people who are not religious, tend to think that things that are <coughs> not intrinsically valuable are intrinsically valuable. There's a sutta, the, the Saropama Sutta, I can't remember the Mahasaropama Sutta or the Chula Saropama Sutta in the Majjhima Nikaya. Um, anyway, one of them uh, talks about this exact um, issue, you know, the, 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 what is and what is not uh, truly uh, of, of benefit. So, this isn't exactly answering question, your question, but I think it's it's important in terms of providing a context for the answer that even even keeping uh, you know you might say giving gifts or 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 the idea of charity, uh, morality, concentration, tranquility, even vipassana insight. The Buddha said these are not the core. These are not truly. These are not the heartwood. They're not the sara, the the um, true essence of of Buddhism. So, if we want to talk about traditions, we can tentatively place them, you might say, below the charity uh, rung on the ladder. So you have this rung below charity, and that's um, tradition, traditional practices, because traditional practices or rituals can serve to be a framework within which you can develop uh, charity. You know, so you have these Buddhist holidays, for example. Um, this helps develop charity, the, the, the idea of charity. It also helps um, you know, to develop respect and humility and, and, and uh, gratitude for the Buddha, towards the Buddha, I'm thinking. You know. Uh, it helps to develop morality. It's an opportunity for people to cultivate morality, to try to keep the eight precepts. If they can't keep them, 
every day, then they try to keep them on the Buddhist holiday. This is a, a good good thing about a Buddhist holiday, for example. It's a good chance to calm their minds. It's a good chance to develop insight. Uh, and it's even a good chance to develop that which is of, of true benefit. It's even possible that on a Buddhist holiday, uh, it can it can help you to develop um, insight that leads to enlightenment. So, I would place all traditions on this this tentative lowest rung on the the uh, beneficial ladder. And and so I just I just want want to 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 uh, finish the explanation that none of these things are intrinsically valuable. So more more so Buddhist traditions. Uh, when you say that morality and so on, none of these things are actually intrinsically beneficial. They're all only for the purpose of bringing out that which is of true benefit, which is enlightenment or nibbana. So. Um, the problem comes when you have these traditions that, um, well, the, the biggest problem comes when you have traditions that don't do anything, that don't help you develop morality or, or concentration or wisdom or even charity. So therefore, don't lead you closer to the goal. Some traditions can actually lead people farther from the goal. Traditions of uh, horoscopes and... and uh, there, can, there, are, there are many, you might say, useless traditions. So we, for example, we have a new well that we dug, and they put these lamps up around the well. I'm not sure why, but it's some kind of tradition, and it must have to do with angels and, and, and so on. Which, um, I, just as a silly example, there may you may be able to twist it, and you may actually be able to find something beneficial, but I would say in many cases these sorts of traditions especially when they come to be thought of as Buddhist traditions, are, are, can actually be deleterious. They lead to wrong views and uh, wrong practices. Um, but even practices, even traditions that encourage the development of charity, morality, concentration, even wisdom, uh, if they are um, reinforcing the idea that these things have intrinsic value, then they can be somewhat problematic. I mean, they're not evil. They're not something that you have to scold people about, but it's something that you might want to politely remind people that this isn't the goal. So what I'm thinking of especially is, is charity. So people will have these traditions of giving charity and, and thinking that this is my Buddhist practice, this, this practice of charity, and they never think of what is charity for. The farthest they might get is that charity leads me to go to heaven, and so on. And so, they never get to get closer, or they don't get much closer anyway, to the the, the actual goal, to that which is of real benefit. So, in short, I would, as I said in the beginning, I, I don't think um, that they're there. You could say of them, think of them as being important, um, but beneficial. And I think there's a difference because there are many beneficial things, things that you could do that could benefit your practice that I don't think you would go so far as to say they're important. The only things that are truly important are morality, concentration, and wisdom because those are the things that lead you to release and knowledge of, of release, knowledge of freedom. 
Um, apart from that, there are beneficial things that you can engage in and you don't have to engage in. For some people they're beneficial, for some people they're useless, for some people they're even deleterious. So for some people, traditions just get in their way. Um, for some people... Um, for some people, it's the only opportunity they have. For 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 the ordinary Sri Lankan villager, it's sometimes the only excuse that they have to come and practice meditation. So they have here a day off, and they're not expected to work. They're not expected to do anything. So now, finally, they have a chance to practice and cultivate good deeds. And I would say there are various traditions that are like this that are a reminder for people, just like um, having a schedule. You know, having these things that, that when, for example, before you eat to offer food to the Buddha, it's a reminder for the person of, of the Buddha's teaching and, and, and of the Buddha's greatness and so on, and lead, can potentially lead people to closer to the practice. So I wouldn't say important in the sense that you're missing something, but beneficial in the sense that they may possibly uh, help you to or encourage you in your practice. You know, having a Buddha image, bowing down to the Buddha image once in a while, these can be beneficial things. It can be. I've talked about the Buddha image before and how I'm ambivalent about it or, or I have two two different takes on the Buddha image that it can actually be dangerous. But um, can certainly be beneficial. I know from from for me the Buddha image was a very important support when I was first learning about Buddhism, when I was first practicing meditation because you know, my mind was in quite in chaos and just seeing the Buddha image at one point in my meditation course really brought me back and gave me the confidence that I needed to continue my practice. Was the Buddha image important? Actually, I would say for me it was quite important. Uh, if I hadn't have seen the Buddha image, yeah, I probably would have still finished the course, but um, it was an important um, beneficial experience for me that did change my practice just just psychologically gave me the support reminded me about you know this is not something simple that I'm doing and encouraged me and I gave myself up to the Buddha and, and it made me think oh, I don't have to worry anymore it can be as much pain as, as as much pain as there will be I won't I don't have to to it. It's not me, it's not mine, it's now the Buddha's. It it's belongs to him now. So I, was, I felt freed from my uh, feelings of guilt and, and you know, of all the things that I had done which were immoral and improper and so on. So I think they can be useful. <laughs>